Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get in the game coming up in a few minutes. It brought up something that kind of interests me. It's the ultimate fat guy number in football. We asked for 10 texts. Remember to sign your text. Probably should have said that before we went to the break. Hopefully you did. Uh... Gator, is there a number that you think of? Uh, Kang said this is easy. Is there a number you think of as the the definitive football fat guy number? Well, because of the era that I grew up watching football, I think the one that stands out is like who is the quintessential fat guy in the eighties or nineties, and it was William Perry, the fridge. And the fridge wore 72, which is what I wore. I didn't wear it because I, I liked the fridge. I wore it because I like Ed Two Tall Jones, and it was one of the few numbers that I had available to me mm-hmm. uh, to, to wear. So that's why I wore 72 for Ed Tuttle Jones and the Cowboys. Um, but I would imagine that, that I, I definitely thought there's a fat guy number because it's associated with the fridge. I went with number 95. 95? Yeah. I just picture the 95 spread out uh, across the chest of a, a big fella. And there's nothing... I just it's popped stretched into my head. Stretched to every stitch it could possibly be yep. stretched. And if you ought to ask me why, it's because that's the number that popped into my head. All right. Yep. Kenny, what not about a whole you? Lot of science to it. No. Yeah, to me, it's sixty nine. It's Billy always Bob? yeah. It, it's like the go to in a movie or a TV show. <laughs> just put a sixty nine jersey on yeah. the big guy, right? I feel like uh, Billy Bob and Varsity Blues. Yep. The definitive fat guy jersey number. Feedback has come in. People. <laughs> I've answered this question. Uh, unnamed texter. All of my fat guy number in football is 69. That's from an unnamed texter. Another unnamed texter. Fat guy number for sure, 68. Joe and Canton, 65. LOL. Unnamed texter, number 77. Matt and Holly, 99. Unnamed texter, 78. Fat guy all day. Unnamed texter, 78 is a fat guy number. 68, 100% fat guy. Unnamed texter. Spencer in his car, the best fat guy number is 69 without question. Mike in Port Huron, ultimate fat guy number 77. Jeff and Wyandotte, former fat guy lineman, 64. You know what's funny? There is no wrong answer. No, there's no wrong answer. I'm thinking of those, and I, I kind of agree with Kang, and 69 kind of is that number. There are some numbers when you hear that you don't think, oh, no, 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 that's like that's like defensive end. That's That guy's in shape. He's going to get to the quarterback. <laughs> and other numbers I hear, like when I hear 77, I think automatically, well, that's a tall offensive lineman. He may have a belly, but I don't know if it's fat guy. 77? Yeah. 77 reeks of you being the, the skinnier tackle, huh? Well, that's good. Just you're, you're a taller, taller tackle, so it can hide some of that fatness. But 
I wonder if this would be the same if they if football had allowed all numbers to be available to every position. Well, you know, because they right. made it, they restricted it. So yeah. I think we were already kind of we went down that road and we never turned back. Yeah. So there's, it, I'm still getting used to. I mean, it's always been allowed. I think it's always. It probably hasn't always been allowed. College football, you see the big guys wearing single, single digit, digit numbers, yeah. and I and I'm just like, you don't look right. I'm sorry, you don't. You just don't look right. And then you see CFL highlights. And a quarterback hits a lanky wide receiver wearing number 74. And you're just like, what the hell is that? Oh. That's offensive. Like, that bothers me. Because you're not used to it. No. But the NFL finally opened up, right? And we'd never seen, like, Micah Parsons, the allowed, linebacker, allowed to wear number 11 mm-hmm. now, right? Remember when they even opened it up to receivers? They couldn't, you know, do it before. And then right. Roy Williams here wore 11. And so... I know. I remember he asked Mike Williams at the time, like, because he chose eighty-eight. And he's like, "Why'd you pick eighty-eight? It's so boxy. It makes you look, you know, it doesn't look right. You know, Eleven makes you look slim. You know, slender, fast, right?" Scotty Anderson's number. That's why he wanted to wear. Yeah, is that why? Yeah. Not you, Scott Anderson. No, no, Scotty Anderson. Scotty Anderson. Okay, yeah. but you know, I think once they slowly start opening up more, maybe ask this question. You know, twenty, thirty years down the line, see if it changes. Yeah. I know the linemen are kind of the same, but when they opened up the defensive receivers, it is different. All right, there you go. Uh, 248-539-9797. Let's get into the game here a little bit. Um, pretty pretty great matchup, really, when you think about it. The point spread has favored both teams at one time or another, which is always a good sign that it has a chance to be a very, very good game. Uh, since they started seeding teams for Super Bowl matchups, which is actually 49, this is the 49th Super Bowl since they've seeded postseason teams. This is the one versus the one. The one seed in the AFC versus the one seed in the NFC. Do you know how many times that has happened? Out of how many years? 49 Super Bowls since they've seeded teams. How many times has it been one seed versus one seed? Nine times. Uh, can you more or less? Here we go. <laughs> I'll go less. It's more. It has happened 13 times. Okay. Hey, my favorite number. Uh, great. The sign of a good matchup. Also sign of a good matchup is these two teams have actually, they have the same record. They're 16 and three. And they both scored 546 points. Neither have trailed in the postseason. And they both have six all pros. These are two exceptionally good football teams. That doesn't always make for the best game. But it does lay the foundation for what could be the best game and the best Super Bowl game. And I, I'm really excited to kick back and watch this one. Yeah, on paper, you just mentioned it. I mean, this looks like a great, great matchup. You got the MVP, but you got two teams that have been great all year long from start to finish. Mm-hmm. It, the line moved both ways. Both teams were favored at some point. That, that that's the public is just back and forth. I think. We don't want to be let down, right? I mean, because nope. this, like I said, on paper, is it one back? You sit back, you grab your pigs in a blanket, your dip, you know, your wings, and you just enjoy, hopefully, a great, great matchup between two young quarterbacks, too, by the way, that are hopefully be playing some big games for for a long time to come here. You know, this, this goes back to um, which school do you belong to right now? Old school defense wins championships, or are you on board with no? It's it's all about the offenses now, and offense offense wins championships. Philadelphia's defense is fantastic; it's just fantastic, um, and they have an offense to to boot. Um, 
So it's. I think the all-around better team is yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. They are, and yet I want to give the advantage. There's an advantage to be had for Kansas City because they have the better quarterback. They have the experience. They have the head coach. Those are advantages. But when you look at what Kansas City did this year, they haven't faced a quarterback like like Jalen Hurts. They faced Josh Allen once this year, and they lost. They lost to the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen didn't run crazy in that game. I think he had like 30 yards rushing on 12 carries, but he threw for over 300. That might be the closest comp you have with Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts is not Josh Allen, but he's pretty close. Mm -hmm. So that team was able to beat Kansas City. And I would say that the Philadelphia Eagles defense is better than Buffalo's defense. I still like the Eagles in this one. I give them the edge. The thing I find interesting is that the over-under is set at 51 points. It's a lot of points for a couple of teams that can really show up defensively. Yeah, I would think the under hits on this one, but I um, I like Philly. I like Philly to win. I just think that all around, they're the better team, and I think when all is said and done, they are going to get to Mahomes because I don't think that offensive line is going to be able to protect him as much. I know they're going to try to move him around, but Philly's got the athletes on defense like Redick, they can get after you and spy you all over the field and put a hurting on you at some point. And I think it's going to be too much to overcome. Yeah, I like Kansas City because I like Mahomes. I just understand. I, yeah, I, 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 it's so stupidly simplistic. But I like Patrick Mahomes on this stage, been there, done that. You know, both quarterbacks are banged up, so I'm not sure that's particularly going to be. We don't know. We don't know how much of an issue that's going to be. Um, but both teams – I mean, the, the the key to this game, though, is if Kansas City – if Philly pressures Mahomes or or Mahomes is slowed, that's a bad, bad uh, formula for Kansas City. But I I do like them to win this game. It is a bad formula. The Eagles led the league in sacks this year, so they can get after you from all angles, right? Mm-hmm. And if Mahomes is – I know he's got two weeks, but if he's still – he's not going to be 100%. They already stated that. But if he's close to it, they'll be okay. Can Andy Reid be enemy? Can they game plan around this? Those guys are offensive geniuses over there. You know, well, they use uh, the running game a lot more. I, I think they actually really tried to run the ball against the Bengals, but the Bengals just stuffed them. And so Mahomes had to do what he had to do, move around just enough. And ironically, it was him using his legs to get enough yardage to, you know, with the penalty, of course, to yeah. get that field goal to, to win the game. I feel like I don't even have a choice here, though, because I picked the Eagles to win preseason. And yep. I mean, why back off right now, even if I feel the Chiefs are better at this point? So I'll just stick with the Eagles because that's my preseason prediction. But I do think the Eagles all around are the better team, offense, defense, special teams, if you put it all together. But the Mahomes is the X factor. I think Andy Reid is an X factor. The Chiefs defense is underrated. I don't know if they can slow down what Hurts and A.J. Brown and Sirianni have going on over there because people know what's coming. They just can't stop it because you know why? That Eagles offensive line moves you. I mean, Kelsey, they get him on the move, right? They pull him a lot. They pull the center. Yeah, uh, Lane Johnson, he is dinged up, so we'll see how, how effective he is, but that offensive line's been dominant But they, they keep attacking with different yep. levels of guys that can carry the football. and yep. they, they have depth at that, uh, not the position because Jalen Hurts is part of it, but they have depth at guys who can run it. Um you look at the regular season numbers, Philadelphia was number two in in the NFL in, in yards allowed per game at 301. 
Kansas City wasn't bad, but they're further down the list. They're 328 yards a game they would give up. Points per game, Philadelphia gave up a little more than 20, and Kansas City gave up uh, 21.7. There's not a whole lot of change there. But both teams can put points up on the board. We know that for sure. I just I like the defense being the difference maker in this game. But you know what? This is one that could really put Patrick Mahomes in the stratosphere, right? Yep. Where, where you start, he the, the comparisons with he and Brady are going to be coming up fast and furious with if he's able to get another Super Bowl win here. Because against this defense, that's a real feather in your cap. Sure is. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.